welcome to Swapping Joysticks. We have a very, very special episode today. But first, I am Ben Oswick, otherwise known as Biggest Benis online. And and I'm Ed Nightingale, also Ed underscore Knights. There we go. And we are joined by two amazing voice actors. Best known right now, I think, as their, for their work on Baldur's Gate 3. Ed, would you like to introduce? We have <laughs> Lazel and Shadowheart, Deverwild and Jennifer English. Yeah. Hello, hello. Thank you hello. so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Um, how how are you both doing today? I know you've been you've been busy, right? Yeah. We've been, look. Yeah. Well, Jen, I'd like you can tell you can tell everybody what we've been up to today or what you've been up to most. The reason why I'm dressed like this is because okay, basically, how do I even start with this, Deb? We did an we did a um, a D and D game as a cast on High Rollers. Check it out; it was very fun. And in that D and D game, I, Lazelle and Shadowheart went on a, a shopping trip together, and um, I Shadowheart adopted an imp called Bing Bong, which Shadowheart became very attached to and kind of adopted, and then. And then someone decided when, when there was the inevitable big battle at the end, someone decided to use Bing Bong as a weapon by setting him on fire and throwing him into the ground. So today... I did it for we... the good of the group. <laughs> oh, it's you? <laughs> yeah, it was Stand someone. by my choices. <laughs> and so for some reason... Because my girlfriend and I have been streaming lately. We've given it a go and loved it. And so we decided to throw this fictional imp a, a funeral. And so that's what we've been doing. That's... And we brought Devon to, to, to answer for herself. I was a year, you not... brought the murderer to the funeral of the victim. I did not answer, I did not answer for myself, as you can imagine. <laughs> there, there was very little apology. <laughs> Um, it was very funny. We were just mainly pissing ourselves um, <laughs> while playing slideshows of people's beautiful fan art and playing videos from very the funny. It was, it was, we had a great time, <laughs> but yeah. So, how well have you two got to know each other? Because when you were recording, were you recording separately, or is it more sort of after the games come out that you've really got to sort of hang out as a cast? Yeah, after the game, I'd say, because we no, none of us recorded at the same time or in the same booth uh, or in the same mm. volume, should I say. Um, so, yeah, and I feel like Jen and I kind of in the past like few months have sort of got like closer and like hung out and Jen, well, Jen and Leona and I, we're like, we're like a triumvirate. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I'd say the last few months, we didn't really have much interaction at all during the last few years, four years. Oh, I I did direct you. Yeah, but not very often. No, not very often. Like I took a few sessions, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I knew Neil and I knew, no, that was it. Yeah, yeah, it has been really recent. It, mm. Like it's weird, isn't it? Like we've got all this four years of feeling like we're close to one another because we, we, we like, have imaginary conversations with with each other because we never we never record in the booth so our imaginary friends have now become real friends yeah and did you were you working throughout the lockdown then was that how, how was it working through there or yeah i yeah. think there was a little pause there was a pause of a few months and then as soon as it was like safe to do so uh we started going back and it was very weird because there was like no one in the studio it was just us and and uh i guess one one person from pit stop um like a mocap uh, engineer and then everybody mm -hmm. else would be remote so it was very eerie going in literally being the only two people yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. And then gradually people started to come back and, and now it's like a full house again. So it's quite it's quite nice. But it was strange. Like we, you'd be marked up by someone like one of the engineers with like like their full like mask and like, you know, the the shield on just kind of going like <laughs> Yeah, so weird. Yeah. Breathe on each other. And yeah, and then outside of home that like I saw more of 
more of the recording studio than I did of anywhere else other than my own home. It was yeah. bizarre. Yeah. So when you got the call that you were going to be part of Baldur's Gate 3, did you anticipate like how big it was going to be? Did you know much about the series or has the success of it sort of been a bit of a shock since it's come out? I knew nothing. I, I, I was like a newborn baby. I knew, abs- <laughs> I knew absolutely nothing. I didn't know what the game was until probably about a year into the process. And then even when I was told, I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I was like, I had no, I had no context of the game, of the world. Um, honestly, my only reference for Dungeons and Dragons was this like um, guy who we lived with in our first year of uni in halls, and he was like obsessed with Dungeons and Dragons, and that was my only reference. And I'm not going to lie, he was slightly odd. Um, and that was my, that was my reference really for, for D and D. So they, there, there it is. There you have it. And, and now obviously I know so much about the world and I know like, uh, yeah. And I love it. I love it. Played it now. Yeah. I played it now and yeah, I really, really like it, but it took me a long time to, it took me a long time to understand, like I'd have to get given so much context and to understand what was happening. So, yeah. Feels like it's gone mainstream now with uh, D and D. Like the fact that this game is rated so highly, and how many like it's broken so many records on PC with how many people are playing yeah. it. It's D and D isn't just you know for the quiet shy nerds really anymore. No, I think Baldur's Gate's made D and D cool, and that's down to you. I yeah. love that. Love yeah, that. I love it that. does feel like whenever we're in a new social situation, and you know it's it people that I haven't met before and I mentioned the game and people like most people have heard of it um and you're like oh 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 that's not what I was expecting okay great yeah I just thought it would be niche um yeah I thought that too and but now actually even like the playthroughs I've seen and the clips I've seen because I haven't played it myself yet it seems I'd never call it like nerdy and i know everyone's referring to like oh it's like a really nerdy niche but it seemed to me it seems really mainstream and like very cinematic and very i not how i would yeah how i would have imagined Mm. that when it was sort of presented to me initially so yeah yeah i I don't know which is good which is yeah which is very cool but it seems like there's a lot more people that are fans of it than i initially thought for sure yeah and and when you first saw your characters are you given a sort of I guess a D&D character sheet type thing to sort of explain who the characters are or is there a chance to sort of really develop the characters as you're as you're recording? No I mean we were kind of talked through our character because even when we auditioned we weren't auditioning for I think that's right with you Dev as well we were we were kind of auditioning for general races kind of yeah general races yeah yeah, and I certainly didn't know I was auditioning for a lead. I just thought it was for whatever NPCs they'd throw at me. Um, and I think it was the same for most of us, actually, that first auditioned. And um, I forgot where I was going with that. What was the question? About giving a character sheet? Like, if you, how much oh, you knew about sheet. them? Yeah. yeah. But, but everything was kind of conveyed to me verbally um, rather than rather than like given anything so yeah we did kind of develop the characters through the four years for sure but also they hadn't written the full game like they were writing as we went along so we were finding plot stuff out as we were going and we'd find that out in the room so yeah very very different i actually found my description the description that my agent sent me when i booked this role for Lazelle and it's like a it's about this big and it's sort of everything that you'd expect from Lazelle but that's all that's all we got really it was sort of like a paragraph and I guess if you were familiar with the world then you'd probably know like oh a Githyanki is blah 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 or you know Mm. a half elf is blah 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 but I personally didn't know so to me I was like okay a Githyanki it's like an alien I think that's how she was presented to me like as an alien Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how I I sort of went with it really and this uh lizard yeah <laughs> still haven't forgiven for that uh for that imp um what was it like recording all the lines with the mocap because you were saying how it what it was like when you were in the studio but uh, yeah the performance director aliona baranova like explained how all the actors had dialogue and mocap captured which 
seems like such a huge amount of work. Yeah, they, they, I, I don't know if many games have done this, if any, like on this scale. Um, it's, yeah, I think that's what makes it so vibrant though. And I'm in my like first, like I've done like one session of sitting down and actually playing it. Um, and like seeing how alive and genuine everyone feels, I like no matter what, like how big the part is, I think it's what one of the reasons it makes it really special. And especially like I watched some other playthroughs of, of other games recently and I was like, oh yeah, it, like you're missing that human feel, that genuine feel from the physicality. And it just kind of stops you on those games it really stops you from fully believing it you feel like you're in a game whereas this it feels like you're in a world so i'm so glad they did do that i'm sure it was expensive as fury but it's so i'm sorry to interrupt my baby's having a massive meltdown so i have to go and see what's happening but i am still here i'm just going to turn my video off and mute myself don't worry that's fine i am still here and i'm going to try and answer but jen you might have to just take over for me I'll hold the fort, babe. Yeah, for babe Zell. Right. I'm yeah. still here. For babe Zell. Babe Zell. How did you sort of come up with then? With obviously the characterization is is the vocal lines, but it's also therefore the physicality as well with with mm. the mocap. Like, how did you how did you come up with the the full characterization of of these of these characters? With the help of performance directors, for sure. Particularly, I mean, Aliona is my girlfriend now but she she was like my main one um my only one really um and we kind of built that together and kind of looked at the history of like kind of speaking for Shadowheart but looking for like looking at the character's history and like right okay she's been trained from an early age and like she's been in this particular cloister or like under this particular god so there's going to be like a guardness guardedness to her but also this kind of warrior like strength to her and so it kind of came pretty naturally as well as like as we thought about it it was it was a real like it was a real sorry <laughs> god there's babies and there's girlfriends it's a yeah, yeah, and Aliona, just to say as well, Aliona is a part of a team of, a, of performance directors. It's not just her, but she okay. worked with me specifically. But yeah, it was it was a mixture of of choices, but also it just kind of was there in the text. Do you know what I mean? Like who she is and and how she was written kind of gave it to me because John Corcoran is such a good who wrote Shadowheart is such a brilliant writer. It, it it meant that there wasn't too much work. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I need to pause. <laughs> I'm fine. so sorry about this. That's right. I can, we can pause it here, actually, as well. Okay, sorry. Yeah, um, there we go. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. Um, so what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, it, it was... It's a really bizarre thing to find yourself... Like, situation to find yourself in as an actor because it's such an unnatural situation like there's no other actor with you you're there's no one there's no one at all with you you've got your directors and your engineers behind a plate of glass but also you you're in a weird suit you've got your headphones on you've got um loads of cameras trained on you and it's a case of now act natural (laughs) and the first thing to go is your body because you just feel like oh, I'm not in a world. I'm not. So we had to rely completely on our imaginations and and creating that world for ourselves. And I'm really glad I got to direct on the game as well. I was invited to direct and kind of saw the fear, especially for most of the new actors who hadn't done mocap before. Like you can't help but be tense and nervous, and it does take a while. And I think. It was a real privilege to do it for that long, to do it for four years and be able to get very comfortable with it and and get used to it. But it did take a long time to for it to feel normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was hard work. Yeah. Hard work. You said four years. When did it, when did it start? Then when was your first 
But do you remember your first session? Yeah, 2019. Wow. Yeah, way way before the pandemic started, <laughs> when life changed. was a bit more breezy and innocent. Those are the um, days. Yeah, those were the days. Um, yeah, yeah. So so started a few months, and then pandemic hit, and then we had two months off. It wasn't that long because it was because of the restrictions like we went back as soon as it was legal to basically but because we're by ourselves in a mm. in a room it was really safe um it was just the marking up that was the only bit that there could have been a bit of risk but even then like pretty minimal because everyone was wearing was masked up so yeah so in terms of your both of your characters um i think it's maybe fair to say they're quite divisive characters um that fans sort of love to hate and hate to love maybe um did you expect that when you were doing the recording and and how have you found the fan reactions um to your characters now that the game's out i think to be fair i think Shadowheart was only divisive at the beginning i mean perhaps there's still some people um, of a particular gender probably um that don't that don't like her um but I think, yeah, at the beginning in early access, she was a lot more abrasive, shall we say. Um, and there's still an option for that. that. Like, that can still happen if you are a dick to her. Or she thinks you're being a dick to her. Can I swear on this podcast? Absolutely, yeah, yeah please do. Oh, fucking <laughs> you. Um, uh, yeah, I think that there's definitely still an option. But now, and it's really lovely playing it now and kind of, Go, knowing exactly what to press and and what option to go for um to win her over but i think she's quite lovely really like she's just a bit private um so yeah the the reaction has been insane and um the community seem to really love her um and i feel like it goes so deep the writing and and her story and i think people have responded super well to that which is which I'm really glad about because you feel quite vulnerable doing those kind of storylines. And like, you know, I tried to put as much of myself into her as possible. Um, so it, like, I, yeah. So to do it and then people not even notice it or, you know, kind of react badly to it, you, you do feel very exposed. Um, so I'm really grateful that, that she has been so popular and and people have loved her romance especially um and what's my favorite thing as a queer person is how how many queer people seem to adore her as well and um my favorite post being that someone sent to me a reddit post of a gay man saying that um shadow heart has changed his in-game sexuality and he's found himself romancing shadow heart so oh, <laughs> what? wow <laughs> that's yeah. so wow that's amazing yes. that is amazing yes. <laughs> oh that, yeah um, i was just gonna say that i never saw her as a particularly divisive character i guess i mean i saw her as like slightly slightly bit of an understatement um like uh, you know a bit of an abrasive bit of an attitude but i think we've been asked before haven't we jen like oh do we see them as evil and i was like definitely not definitely not would never call her evil um but i can see how people would place her on that sort of you know end of of, of the game um but but likewise you just reminded me jen of um a few uh, neurodivergent people have reached out to me and said how much they identify with Lazelle and I'd never ever clocked that mm. until mm. now and now it all makes sense and it's so cool again to have um, people identify with Lazelle in that way and like her for just the way she is her you know her directness her honesty you know that's the size to her I see um, I don't see those as bad things about her She's I, just somebody that's brutally honest and says what she thinks and, and people have an issue with that. But actually, you know, she, some would argue that she's the most honest character in the game. And and playing it, we like obviously have recruited Lazelle straight off. And one thing I really sense in the game 
is she helps the player when she really bloody well doesn't have to. And I feel like she's scared. They're all so scared. Everyone is, for sure, go, everyone. Like, everyone is terrified. They could become a fucking squid lord mm. um, at any point. And they're terrified. And I love Lazelle so much. And, yeah, I completely second and uh, what what Deb said, and also, isn't it far more rewarding to to get to know someone that isn't immediately like a golden retriever puppy? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's it's so much more rewarding to to break through that and to work and to build up a relationship with someone. Um, but also, you have that. the whole you have the whole spectrum of personalities in in the companions. So, if you mm. want somebody that's a bit like that type of personality, you can go with like. Carlac or Will oh, or yeah. and then you have Lazelle and Shadowheart that are a bit more like prickly maybe and then you have Asarian that's just like foppish and you you know you can choose you can pick and choose whatever you like and uh, and I think the fact that all the all the companions um and all the characters actually in this game are so distinctive and, and we've I've mm -hmm. seen so many comments about this that even like the tiniest sort of like shopkeeper that you meet in a little side quest will be so distinctive and so memorable is just a testament to how uh, incredible the game is how great the writing is and how talented everybody is that's worked on this game all all 248 of the actors no characters oh no it is actors how many characters are there oh countless that's way more i think yeah countless way more <laughs> yeah i guess we know you know somebody that voiced what how many 14 characters oh, she voiced a, f a few she did some of sort of the Who extra npcs um olivia chapel is her name Oh, that rings a bell. Yeah. I think she played a siren at one point, was one of the characters. Right. But yeah, I think she did multiple ones. So, you know, amazing. <laughs> so many characters. Yeah. But you're totally right about the characters. I remember I pickpocketed a, yeah, a merchant and he caught me. And then we had this fight where I had to knock him out. And then afterwards I had to go back with tail between my legs and apologize and like had to kind of win him over by bartering and stuff. And I'm like, this, this is just a, a, yeah, a random merchant that you can just go up to and start talking. And now I'm here having this whole kind of <laughs> dark <Saga>. turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was also a little bit of chat. Uh, bless you. Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> um, there was a bit of chat as Shard's well. Shard's blessings uh, upon you. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say it and then I was like, oh no, maybe, maybe, maybe I've overdone it. Because every time I sneeze on a stream or a, a, an interview, I say it. Thanks, Deb. You can never overdo it. You no. can never no. overdo it. Just how I can never overdo my of course well speaking of that actually how how was it sort of i guess learning the gith yankee language like and and how did you learn to sort of vocalize and, and physicalize that uh, hi i'm back by the way um <laughs> i do have the baby on my lap but oh. she's currently quiet so um how was it it was tricky at first but i feel they kind of eased us into it because they started off by just having sort of uh, slight words like just one word and then maybe a couple of words and then by the end we were doing full-on sentences i don't know whether that was um intentional or whether they just decided to write more into it i i'm i'm not sure what the reason for that was or maybe as the as the story progressed and she decided you know lazelle decides to kind of speak a bit more in her native tongue yeah but it was um it was tricky because it's i think the lang the gif um language is quite phonetic but also not so some of the stuff that you think is is said in a certain way it's almost phonetically written out but not quite so i'd have to constantly refer back to the um the actual phonetic spellings then you have the um uh oh god jen remind me what's it Glo glottal stops yeah yes. yeah is that what it's called where you do the like yeah yeah yeah. That's, uh, so that was quite tricky in a lot of them, like the chrai or the uh, chaki or all of that kind of stopping yourself mid-word. Uh, but I think as with everything, you know, doing it for four years, you you get the hang of it. You you get into it. Um, it was a fun. It was a fun thing to do. It was a fun thing to experience. Um, to have that other side to her. Yeah, but it was hard to make it sound natural for sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. And and just back on sort of both your characters, um, there was a little bit of chat afterwards around um, the reaction to them and that had they been, maybe been male characters, the fandom might have been a little bit more forgiving of their abrasiveness and that maybe men 
um, don't maybe warm to these characters as much, which is ridiculous. And I sort of wondered maybe what your take was on that and, and maybe how great it is that we have female characters that are strong and different and, you know, aren't the typical video game damsels in distress. It's great that, that they're such different characters to play. Dep -dep. Yeah, I, well, there was a big, big chat about this, especially with Lazelle, because I think a lot of, there was a lot of comments on Twitter about her being, um, yeah, sort of an unlikable quote unquote character. And then uh, one of the writers of a game, oh, I'm being so vague. Who was, do you, do you know what I mean? There was a writer David from Gader. one of these games. <laughs> Which one? David Gader. Yes. Dragon I Age. I think that was his name. Sorry, my gaming knowledge is really terrible. I wrote a story um, on it, don't worry. I got you. I got you. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, he, he came forward and was basically saying that if it was a male character, nobody would have a, an issue with it. Um, I honestly never really thought too much about it because I, I haven't got myself too involved in this whole um, uh, likable, unlikable character. Like, I don't really care if people like her or not um, because I like her and I've enjoyed playing her. And uh, yeah, like I said, she... For me, she is honest and she's true to herself and that's all that matters. Um, so if people don't want to give her as much grace as they would a male character, well, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I don't care. I, I don't care. I'm just glad that um, the writers have written a spectacular character who is potentially, and not potentially, she is unlikable in some respects, and they've been brave enough to do that because, yeah, I think it is for, you know, still for female characters, whether they be in video games or otherwise, they still have to be written as the like, nice, people-pleasing, girlfriend, mm -hmm. wife, whatever, like, la, la, la. And I think all of our female characters in this game are not like that. Uh, Shadowheart, I don't think, is like that either. Shadowheart, mm -hmm. you know, everyone's kind of beating to the beat of their own drum and they're doing their own thing and they're on this mission. And it's very true to life because that's what people are. People are not. Some people are people pleasers, but I think a lot of us are on this on our little missions in life, and, and that's that. Absolutely, and none of them are there to serve. I mean, other than Tav, I suppose, but like nobody's there to serve the story of anyone else. They no. all exist in isolation. Like you could just have Shadowheart, or you could just have Lazelle. None of them are there to prop up the story of anyone else's, and I think that's what makes it them so three-dimensional and and layered and deep and i love that i love that 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 i don't feel like i'm there to be sexy for anyone or to be absolutely to be subservient to anyone or to help anyone else's growth do you know what i mean like nobody is there to go like oh i'm there to show you the light like fuck off they're they're there because they've got these these horribly difficult stories and they've got these big journeys to go on but that's for them just like in real life like I'm not here to serve anyone like I'm here for me and my journey and you know I love that I love that it just feels and didn't real. we talk didn't we talk about Jen and uh, somebody was asking us about this and I think I thought they made a great point I can't quite remember who it was, but about the um the sex scenes not being not sorry not the sex scenes the ro the romance and the sex and mm. everything that goes with it not being a win state in the game, which I thought was yeah. such a great description of it and and really nailed it nailed it uh because yeah it's not like you yeah it's not like sex with the characters like oh you've won bye bye see you later yeah. Yeah. it's not like that at all. Um, and you really have to work hard to romance every character by really getting to know them. Otherwise, you won't you, you won't be able to do it. Um, yeah, and you have to maintain that relationship as well. Like just yeah. like in real life, is yeah, just as like you say, it's not like an end goal. It's yeah, it's part of the character's journey and relationship journey. But it's Completely. not. Yeah, you're so right. It's not a win state in any yeah, way. I can't claim that one. I didn't say that. That was from <laughs> one of our other yeah. interviews. But it's always stuck in my mind. Um, yeah. Because I think for, again, I can't speak from that much experience, haven't played that many video games, but I think for a lot of them, uh, getting the, the woman at the end is kind of the goal, isn't it? And it's, you know, that's uh, that's a bit tragic and something that we should probably be moving away from now. Absolutely. 2023. Yeah, that's going to be in my head now every time I play a game that involves that kind of romance. Yeah, whether it yeah. is Wednesday or not. 
Now, um, we found out that Astarian, uh, apparently there's two hours, is it two hours of Astarian's character? Was it Astarian? That is, well, I know what you're going. This was disputed. Oh, was it disputed? Yes, yeah, okay. so it was an old interview, but he'd said that there was like two hours of footage or, or quests that hadn't been discovered. And apparently it actually has. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I can try oh, I and find out. I don't know about this. No, I don't know. Well, I, I guess we were interested if there were any sort of secrets that, or or sort of lines that people maybe haven't quite discovered that that you recorded that you know of. I don't I'm sure know. there's loads. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there's loads because if you obviously the game is so vast, and depending on what uh, path you take, you can end up anywhere. I'm sure there's loads of stuff that that people haven't discovered. I think there was a there was a big um, there was a big section that I think there's a bit where I it's in it's in one of the adverts so it's not one of the spoilers but um, where I go my name is Shadowheart and it's like this big epic moment and a load of players um, it's like like dear players were like where the fuck is this from <laughs> and obviously like it was like and and they were like like pulling their hair like trying to find this moment but it, it was like part of a particular journey that you have to take mm. and I think people just hadn't not m many people had chosen that particular journey like so, some some choices are a bit more obvious or or like clear I suppose like you're, you're like well obviously I'm not going to choose that path I'm going to choose this path or something like that so so a lot of people were like really confused and like was like is this being cut but there's some bits where like we don't know if stuff's been cut or not. So, like, I yeah. might go, oh, yeah, I definitely said that line, but I've got no idea whether that made the cut or not. So, And a lot of stuff was re-recorded as well. We, we, there's mm. some scenes that we went through many, many times. Uh, there was stuff added or taken away or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, but I reckon yeah. there is. I mean, I'd be surprised if anyone... I think I read an article that said it would take eight months of your life to go through the whole game and all its iterations. So I don't think anyone's achieved that yet. So inevitably, there's probably is stuff that they haven't they haven't discovered yeah. for our characters. I love yeah. that though. I love that yeah. that there's loads of like secrets and actually you should have picked up one particular like I don't know hat from a corner of a room that you'd have to spend ages finding and then that would like unlock a particular journey or like a story do you know what I mean like I love that I love that uh, and then everyone shares their own story as well yeah. and sort of says well I did this or what did you do and then I think that really cements the community around the game mm. Yeah, that's yeah, what's happening. I'm so desperate to play, by the way. I'm so desperate to play. I'm trying to find a way. Today, I was like looking at my Mac stats and I was like, could I make this work mm. on like an eight gig um, RAM? And it says you can, but I don't think it's advisable. Go, so I don't know if I can. I really I'm, like, play. we are having death to our house and, and playing. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to play. Yeah. We're going to play. But I just really want to, not that I have any time to play, <laughs> but I really want to play. Um, yeah, I'm actually just waiting for PlayStation to send me a PlayStation so I can play. Oh. Um, I'll be I'll be waiting a long time. <laughs> You're gonna get one. Now. Yeah, no, no, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, I'm gonna Open cut this PO little bar. bit and post it on yeah. on its own, <laughs> and then we'll <laughs> we'll make it a mission. Yeah. Yes, make it a mission to send me a PlayStation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like having different playthroughs, I because we obviously we do a podcast each week and we talk about when we've been playing Baldur's Gate, we've been talking about like the different experiences that we've both been having. But I'm doing a, a run through at the moment on Twitch, which is called my Be a Dick playthrough, which has been like whenever there's options, I just have to pick the most dickish answer. And every time, how's it going? Apparently, um, really well, really well. Yeah, well, <laughs> Astarian loves everything I say, approves of everything. You both also Lazel approve. Lazel approves. Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> Lazel, it's always Lazel approves, Astarian approves, and like to be honest, fifty percent of the time, Shadowheart approves as well. So I'm like, well, great. It's, it's yeah. so, I mean, some of the funniest lines actually, I think, are through through doing that. Um, it's been. Have it's, you got to the circus yet? No, I'm I'm actually about to. So I think I'm at the. I'm quite early. On. I'm trying to do like everything, but I'm at the part where it forks, where you can choose to go over a mountain or through a cave. Uh, okay. So I've got to say this: yeah. the circus is a little side um, quest that is one. It was one of my personal favorites to record, just because it was so random and so out of character for Lazel. Um, enjoy, I if and when you get to that. Do you know if that's like Act One, Two, or Three? Or I don't know which act it is. Yeah. I, d I don't think it's act one. We, record Jen. we recorded it quite towards the end, but that doesn't mean anything, does it? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think exact one though. I reckon two or three. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look Agreed. forward to that definitely. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm. I'm saving it for stream because yeah, there's people following, and it's quite interesting because a lot of people in the chat are coming along, being like, "Oh my god, how did that happen to you? It never like even occurred to me that that would That's happen." It. And, yeah. yeah. Love. Like my character is yeah, now you... permanently blinded in one eye. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's uh, yeah permanent as well. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, the witch. Didn't know that was an option. No, no, yeah, didn't people either. didn't either in the chat, and I'm like, okay, great. And I, I googled it and looked on Reddit, and apparently, yeah, that's gonna be a disadvantage for me for the rest of the whole rest of the game. So that's Good that's one. what's fun about it, though, isn't it? Yeah, you make these yeah. terrible choices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have to deal with them. Are you doing a playthrough together? Are you gonna do? Are you gonna try that? We, we don't play together. We can't. I don't think our relationship <laughs> would. <laughs> I love oh. that. Our relationship, we've just recently started playing a bit of party animals and I, I've never seen you so angry in my life. I, I get too competitive, so it's, yeah. it's my fault. Yeah, he plays things like Dark Souls and like really difficult games and I'm there goofing around with, yeah, I mean, I've, I put Baldur's Gate on easy just because yeah. I'm enjoying oh, yeah. the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, Jennifer, how's it been playing with, with your girlfriend? So you're playing, are you playing on Twitch? Yeah, we're playing on Twitch and neither of us are gamers. And we still don't know how to, and we've only had the PlayStation, literally everything we've done, and we've done two, two I don't need to swear at you then, uh, we've done two playthroughs, <laughs> uh, one of character creation and one uh, like recruiting companions essentially, and um, we are literally learning as we go, it is chaotic, <laughs> we had like 2,000 people just screaming at us where to go last playthrough, Um <laughs> Yeah, I recommend learning an entirely new skill in front of thousands of people. Uh, it's great. No, it's really, it's really fun, and it's really. I'm so glad we're playing it, and we we both just keep on going. When can we play next? We miss our characters. When can we play? And uh, but because we've committed to not playing outside of Twitch, we want to honour that. Um, but it's really hard because we just want to play all the time. Yeah. That, that's like me too yeah in fact i had loaded it up on the playstation off stream and i was like i'm just gonna go look through the character sheet look at all the details yeah. and stuff and not actually progress the story yeah yeah and we saw a tiktok as well of you and and she was choosing lazelle over shadowheart and you were yeah. not yeah. happy about that yeah yeah we, we have worked through that <laughs> um just it will you know it will take some time to repair <laughs> to be fair she was she was questioning it and i think she just likes the novelty of lazelle because she's had to be fair aliana has been on nearly every single session that i've done in the last i mean i think she joined it a, a couple of months in three months a few months in but since then it's been exclusively me um so i think she was she's just a little bit tired of shadow heart <laughs> Um, but we do, we do both love Lazelle a lot. Yeah. She is. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? We dubbed Deb Deb and we love Lazelle. So, yeah. We all know I, who I, Aliona really loves, you know. All right. It, just, it, it, it came out, Freudian slip. What can we do? Get in, space lizard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great as well in terms of the sort of relationship options in the game, sort of how diverse it is, mm. how it's really mixed and, yeah. and there really is sort of something for everyone. How was that recording that? Was, you know, was that important for you as a cast to, to make sure that there is that sort of authentic representation when it comes to the relationships? Hugely. Um, and we, um, we made sure, I think, I can't remember when it was, it was like a year ago, we re-recorded every instance of talking to the um talking to the player to tav with the option of they them pronouns um and i think that's just speaks volumes and like larian won't shout about it but i just think it speaks volumes for the kind of game and the kind of company larian is um yeah there's so much representation and like obviously that's that's incredibly important for me but i think it's really important to the players too and um like there are so many it's, there is a big com queer community um that that play this game and i'm just so glad that they seem very very happy with it as well like that means everything um but yeah what about you deb deb 
Yeah, I think that's part of the reason why people are kind of losing their minds over this game because it is, you can just be anyone, anyone you like. And, and I feel that everybody is incredibly accepting. The community is incredibly accepting. I've even, uh, I, Jen and I spoke about this the other day, but even the people, the fans that are contacting us and leaving us messages, there's been no nastiness. There's been no, nothing like that. Everybody, it, it's just welcoming to anybody. And I think that, it unfortunately the real world sometimes isn't like that and sometimes it feels like in boulders gate we're in this sort of bubble of inclusivity which is incredible and it sometimes makes me like sad that that doesn't always translate into the real world um so yeah. i think we're just incredibly lucky um like jen said yeah larry won't shout about it they won't be like oh we you know look at us we're so inclusive because they just sort of did it naturally and yeah as it should be yeah as it should be um i think it's just important to have spaces where people can be themselves whatever they want to be why not like yeah love that love yeah. it i'm just gonna pause it one second all right we're back cool <laughs> um so we mentioned at the start bing bong um and and high rollers how has that been how was your your introduction to D D sort of live how has that been for you <laughs> It was so much fun. It was it was Ew. the first time the whole cast had been yeah. in the same room, right? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was the first time the cast had been, and and uh, the first time I think everyone bar uh, Sam and Neil and Amelia had played D and D. &D. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I I don't know about you, Jen, but I was a bit uh, you know I was a bit overwhelmed and uh, a bit nervous because there seemed to be a lot of stuff to know and remember but luckily um the fantastic um mark uh, sherlock mark sherlock humes i love yeah. his name i love how he's yeah um was absolutely incredible um i thought at just really easing us into it and just making sure that we had fun while not having to think too much about the the little details um because there was a lot of stuff on that character sheet that i really didn't pay much attention to because i was more engrossed in like the role playing and the story and the acting um some of the battle stuff i was like okay i really don't get this i'm gonna get other people to just um and luckily yeah, other people would just be like yeah this is what you do this is what you do yeah 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 sam was next to me like you know and like I was always that kid that was always like kind of <laughs> stealing other people's homework um, and they were definitely helping me with my homework. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I, like I was a bit nervous because um, I have ADHD and I was like, oh God, there's a lot of waiting around. Mm. And I was really worried that I was like zoning out and like I was and like it was funny because we because Aliana and I were on and you were as well, Deb. Um, on the chat when it was being streamed for the first time and so yeah. many people were like, i can see that jen zoned out now <laughs> did they say that did yeah they? Uh, i couldn't see you zoning out and i was um, i was that opposite yeah. you. my favorite though, bit though was when uh watching this Oop. oh oh jen. we lost jen we lost it. that her favorite bit as well Oh. <laughs> Look, this is the, this is the beauty of this absolutely chaotic podcast episode that you know when jen leaves i can sort of cover for her uh albeit without video um oh. and then when i'm not here she can cover for me so there you go it's just <laughs> absolutely chaotic vibes oh she's back, oh, she's back. Oh, I'm back. i was about to take us to the, the next question actually is for deborah so it would be yeah feel but, free no, you can relax. i want to know your favorite bit Oh, my oh, yes. favorite bit was when Dev, I caught on the stream, I caught Dev fleabagging the camera occasionally. That was my favorite <laughs> Fully like down the lens. I was like, yeah, oh, Dev. Oh my God. <laughs> well, because I was like suddenly like, oh, we're being filmed from all angles. Like, where should I look? <laughs> you never know where to look. No, um, no you never do. Deborah, now you've done a fair bit of TV and film work as well as video games. Um, how did you get into video game voice acting? Um, and has how has the industry changed since you've been since you've started doing that? I got into it completely by random luck and chance, and I feel very lucky that I was just in the right place at the right time. Um, I was looking for a voiceover agent at the time, 
uh, I wasn't having much luck, honestly, but, it, but, but because it wasn't in the forefront of my mind, I sort of left it. And then a few months later, uh, the, the, my wonderful voice agents, who are still my voice agents, uh, sent me through the audition for Baldur's Gate 3 and I think another audition. And uh, I ended up booking both of them. Mm. And uh, then sort of things started, you know, started happening from there. Um, in terms of how the industry's changed, um, I gosh, I don't know if I've been in it long enough to really comment about that because again, I still feel like though I've been doing it for the last four years, my actual knowledge of games and how they're made and how they're uh, put together and, and all of that from the other side is, is very limited. I really am there to sort of give me a character, give me the lines and okay. you know, I'll, I'll do my thing. But from the other side, I'm I'm just I'm baffled. I'm like Bambi, you know. I'm like <laughs> a newborn Bambi. I have very little, you know. I realise this is making me come across in all these interviews is very naive and just somebody like people are going to be like, oh, she just stumbled into it and like, yeah. But yeah, I was just very jammy and I did stumble into it and it just happens yeah. to be something that I'm I'm good at. Um, but I can't really comment too much about as to how the industry changed. I guess the only thing that I would say from my perspective, having played video games a very long time ago, is the thing that we were talking about earlier about uh, female characters. I think that we're seeing a positive change there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great. Um, and yeah, the more, the more, the better. Let's have more of those types of characters. Let's have more characters that aren't afraid to, yeah, to piss people off and, and to s speak their mind. Yeah, Absolutely. that's what I've got to say about that. <laughs> yes. And Jennifer, how about you in terms of your your start in voice acting? I know you've done you've done quite a lot. I'm really excited that you were in Elden Ring because that's yeah. one of my favourites. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun to record. Mm. Completely different. Yeah. Completely different vibe. Um, not more whispery. Um, uh, yeah, that was so much fun. Uh, very intense. Like Miyazaki was on the on the line, like oh, literally, wow. and like like loads of people. There must have been about like. 30 i want to say i'm kind of guessing but like translators and like the translator of the game miyazaki's like personal translator um like the devs the director like yeah that was that was intense yeah. and very precise very precise um and uh yeah i'm glad i'm glad i'd done a lot of video game before then because i think if i'd been thrown into the deep end there i would have like absolutely fumbled back but yeah it was that was very cool um but no about my start in in uh video games yeah i mean like neither of us um i mean, both of us like still work across any I, I feel like that's the case in in the uk is that there's no like separate thing for voice actors like we all do everything and for this we don't see ourselves as voice actors at all because we did the mocap exactly. and like they, they use our faces references and um, faces as references. And, and so it, like, yeah, like I very much feel like it's, it's not just voice, but um, yeah, I started off in theater, which actually serves for video game very well because you have to have that awareness of your body in a way that you don't necessarily for t as much for tv and film um but yeah kind of similar to dev i i kind of stumbled into it it wasn't something that i was like okay i need to do video games i was just invited to audition for i think for divinity for DOS 2 and then was just kind of chucked a load of NPCs and really thrown in the deep end and got to practice my regional accents and <laughs> playing a bazillion different urchins and children, uh, some, some of which chat to each other um, at later <laughs> points in the game wow. um, and, uh, and skulls and chests and all sorts. So really cut my teeth on that. And then kind of other games followed, like I did Augmented Empire, which has got um what's her name red from orange is the new black it's a really cool cast and nick frost i think is randomly in it like a tiny little indie game that i did and played the lead in that and that was i was like oh i love this i love this i love how well it's written i love like the journey i'm on okay this is more of like i want to do more of this because i'm not seeing these characters for me in other mediums like shadow heart i don't think i would play 
uh, well, hopefully, if Netflix take it on. And you know, I would love to, <laughs> love, love to play Shadowheart, but I don't think I would be given that opportunity. Whereas, like, because also I'm not really seeing the the Shadowhearts and Lazels on TV as much. Um, Absolutely so, not. Um, so what an opportunity to play that character and and to serve that story um so i'm very glad that it's something that i accidentally stumbled into just like deb but very happy here very happily stumbled yeah and i just wanted to add to that that what i love about video games uh is that it's very uh and i have the word on the tip of my tongue and i've forgotten it it's a trend today for me uh what's the egalitarian is mm. the word uh, I think that uh, most people have access to most auditions and you're essentially auditioning, you know, uh, blind. People aren't seeing our faces, yeah. what we look like. It's really about your voice. Uh, either you fit what they, what the, you know, what people have an idea of the character or, or you don't. And I, I love that. I love that kind of no bullshit sort of, which sometimes unfortunately in film and tv can exist you know you have to be of a certain tier you have to be an a-list actor for this role you have to be uh, there's really a lot less of that let's say in, in video games and um and that makes it great because it's all about the work yeah I, I, like it's not a complete meritocracy i think there's always improved no it's not it's not but far more so far more so than tv and film um and and I like the talent that I've seen on I mean on this game alone um it is so phenomenal and as you say like they're not A-list actors they're brilliant um, and there are A-list actors hello Jason Isaacs JK Simmons of course but like the like so many of of the cast are fucking fantastic mm. and yeah they're not they're not mega famous they're not um but it just proves how many brilliant actors there are outside of that that small sphere of of the a-list you know there are so many brilliant actors and i love that as as dev says like video games showcase that and also there's been no ego because of that yeah absolutely none yeah. everyone's kind of on the same you know level playing field and that's made the process much smoother much more fun for everybody we all get on like a house on fire and it's yeah i i think it's brilliant i mean except for dev she does demand a lot of things like <laughs> well milk, toilet paper yeah you yeah. know a plaque outside the studio you know that i mean that is true um, <laughs> that is genuinely that. true yeah, yeah. cool yeah and just following on from that i mean there was an interview uh today with idris elba um, who obviously is in Cyberpunk, which Deborah, I know you were you were also in. Congratulations, Congratulations yeah, today! Yeah, we we hang out all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I call him I call him Id. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and he was talking very much about there being more opportunities for actors in games nowadays, and he he said that it was a sign of the times, and it definitely feels like there are a lot of actors moving more into video games because there are so many opportunities, but also it feels like video game actors themselves, or, or at least people who started in video games, are becoming a lot more visible. Um, you know, I mean, you and the rest of the cast are obviously becoming very visible since the mm. success of the game. People like Ben Starr, who we've had on the podcast before, um, you know, is, has been all over the social medias. Um, <laughs> it, it feels like there is a lot of opportunity for video game actors now to, to be more visible and to be recognised in their own right. Yeah, as I, they should be. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I feel like they should be. I feel like they've been slept on, or we've been slept on a little Completely. bit. Completely, especially with the amount of graft we put into this. I mean, it's the equivalent of the amount of cinematics. It's equivalent to what eighty films we worked out. <gasps> what? Yeah, because it's about one hundred and seventy hours, sixty hours of cinematics. So if you think of that in film terms, that's that's eighty films. Um, that's so, crazy. Like, like, um, and it isn't just like a lot of, I mean, there is a lot of like, oh no, what's in that chest? Like there's, a, there's a lot of acting that we really, yeah. really worked on and, and with, with a giant team, you know, and, and, but I, th I feel like damn straight video game actors should be celebrated and should be visible. Yeah. 
Um, and I think we we all want to change that. We want we all want to highlight each other's work and and go, yeah, look how much work we put in over four years. Like, yeah. it's a lot. And and people spend so much time with us, hundreds of hours with with our characters. It's not like like it's it's kind of there there it's not it's not passive it's an active relationship with our characters um and we really care about it so yeah i'm 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 happy about that and that changing yeah i think a lot of people are very keen to put um actors in like oh you're just a voice actor or you just do video games and that's what you do and you know it can't cross over into other mediums which is you know bollocks obviously um but also, let, like, let's be honest, the video game industry is bigger than Hollywood by a mile. So why, why is it still, I don't know the answer to that. Why are we still getting sort of put in this, yeah, oh, you're just a video game actor doing silly voices. Like, uh, I yeah, can't even, <laughs> it's just, it's not like that at all. And also, bear in mind that when we're doing all these hours and hours in this game, we're in there doing them all by ourselves. So like Jen mentioned on another interview we did, like, you know, when you're on uh, set in the TV and film, you'd have breaks or you'd bouncing off other mm. actors. No, no, no. When we're in the studio for like four hours, it's just us. Yeah. Like, that is so intense. Mm. And, and to get those kinds of performances with no context, no reference of the world, no uh, other actors to bounce off of is, is an incredible feat. So, yes i think that video game actors should have more visibility and we've we've been making noise about it i think partly because it's been a lot of fun and everyone's very on board with the silliness and the community's yes. very on board with the silliness i love that i bloody love that but also partly because i don't know i just thought like oh i wonder if people would be interested in hearing a bit more about um what i do in my voiceover work say and actually turned out people really wanted to know about yeah. that and then turned out that everybody wants to know lots more about behind the scenes boulders gate stuff and and that's why i think now people are actually interested not just in us as lazelle and shadowheart and astarian or, or carlac or whatever but also in hey how does this work how do you do motion capture how does mm. and, and people are genuinely because they don't know yeah. They're like, oh, wow, you did the motion capture? People did, don't even know that. Yeah, they didn't. I think until yeah. Adyana's thread, really, I feel like people didn't really yeah. actually know. Um, yeah. Which, considering how like how many more hours that added to, like, we could have done the game a lot quicker. Um, yeah. uh, like, probably more than halved the hours. But no, like, Larian chose to invest in that yeah. um, for a purpose. And that deserves shouting about. Yeah, I guess with film and TV, people see the actors there and think, oh, you're just in front of a camera. I know how this works. Whereas with a video game, it's the graphics. It's it's all the mm. magic that people sort of now want to know Absolutely. exactly how that works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want to know more about how that works. I was just yeah. about to say, I don't even know how it works, <laughs> to be honest. I just get in my suit and, uh, and stand there and uh, read the lines. But obviously it's a lot more complicated than that but but ever, there's lots of people behind the scenes doing all sorts of yeah magical yeah. stuff that i have no idea how they do it oh so clever and yeah they're they're all so passionate as well that's mm. what i really love about it is that like everyone gives a shit um it's beautiful really you want to do a final question nice. do you want to scroll down and see if there's any more that we might have missed yeah um well, we've had yeah because we have had quite a few people a lot, a lot of these questions are actually come from the community as well um so yeah. a huge thank you to them for it um is there well maybe what just to finish up sort of what were your favorite character interactions that you recorded are, are there any particular moments um from the script that you're like actually that was a moment that i really enjoyed recording or really enjoyed getting stuck into good question Go on, Deb, Deb, I uh, well, I have a few, but I can't really, uh, I'm sort of going to be very vague about it because I don't want to spoil it for people That's who fine. haven't got That's there fine. yet. <laughs> um, so the Lazel sunrise scene, Jen knows the one I mean because she directed that one. So that one is very special because it's a very different Beautiful. side to you, Lazel. Yeah, it's, it's and when, again, when we talk about cinematics and stuff, when it's put together, obviously I did it in a in a grey box essentially, but now seeing it, in its full glory, it's just magical, and with the music and everything. By the way, the 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 um, composer is Bulgarian. Jen, did you know? I did not know that. Yes. 
I'm also Bulgarian, just for context. But yeah, so I was very pleased to find out. And some of the vocal, like the vocalizations in the background, they're um, Bulgarian singers as well. Love that. Yes, I know. Lovely. Um, But I digress. Uh, (laughs) And uh, I I really, I I enjoyed our um, Shadow Heart Lazel knife scene. I Mm -hmm. don't think that's too much of a spoiler. I've just recently had that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I'm doing my be a dick playthrough. I'm like, I need, like, yeah, I can be a dick, but I also do not want to lose either of those characters. So I had to kind of break yeah. away from what I was meant to be doing and be like, you know, come yeah. on, please, don't kill each other. Yeah, just calm down. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would that was fun because that involved a lot more physicality than usually we'd be doing. Um, so that was, you know, a, a challenge which I I liked. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, loved the circus just because it was a bit of fun. I'm so excited fun. to get to that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty funny, and uh, yeah, and I'm gonna stop there because there is more, but I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it too much. So I'll hand over to Jen. Um, my, like mine are the romance scenes. I love them. I love them. I love I love how it's not it's not cloying. It's not like I mean right. it is sweet and it's vulnerable and truthful, but it's not it it's not overly so it's not overly rom-com um but i yeah i I loved it i really love the writing and the way it kind of well i don't want to spoil too much but yeah any romance scenes i always really enjoyed and yeah i mean i really loved there's a like a crux at the end of a climax at the end of act two uh which was really hardcore um I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I really enjoyed that. Um, like all the like heavy hitting stuff. I'm like, yeah, give it. <laughs> um, and then I'd go and have a cry at home. Um, but you know, yeah, all of that. But I did, I did love all of the interactions with Lazel so much. I loved, I loved fighting with, with Dev Dev and uh, yeah. And I particularly enjoyed uh possibly no i'm not gonna give anything away there might be some violence and i did enjoy that (laughs) do you like the ones like high passion you like those yeah Yeah. high passion passion. (laughs) anything with high passion should have been like doing like greek plays or something (laughs) um but yeah loved that loved loved anything juicy all of our banter all of our snipey banter with shadow heart is is peak peak uh content for me and i remember when i first started recording it and i was like god she's got a bit of a problem with shadow heart like what's this lazelle's got real attitude and then i was like oh shadow i better look up who the cast is i haven't told jen this story have no. I? And I was like and i was like oh jennifer english is it who is this jennifer english who is this shadow heart that i don't like so much but anyway um it it was just funny because i was just like wondering who who the actor was but i didn't know i didn't know you obviously until we met um but it's just so funny now because we're really good friends yeah (laughs) i love that yeah, I, lo- I like. I particularly enjoy that. Like our characters are enemies, but we're really, we're really close now. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> as it should be. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, the fact you both came on together just seems perfect. <laughs> yeah. So to finish up, we thought we'd have a bit of fun, um, and because <laughs> Baldur's Gate Three is the game of the summer, maybe even the game of the year. But the game of the year. Uh, well, Honestly, Ed. Honestly, we haven't finished the year yet. That's all I'm saying. Excuse me. Um, oh God, sorry. Um, <laughs> I went in quite aggressive. Then I, I loved it. Yeah, That's I fine. did as well. That's <laughs> great. Um, we thought we would pair that with the song of the summer, which was Kylie Minogue's "Padam Padam." At least for us, absolutely a banger <laughs> that we've been playing nonstop, right? Yes. Jen? Right. I'm finding the I'm finding the lyrics because I haven't got them well, yet. Deborah, we were inspired by you because I know you've been doing some TikToks of reciting <laughs> lyrics as Lazelle. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought it would be fun for you to both recite some lyrics for us um, as Lazelle and Shadow Absolutely. You look like fun to me. Padam. You look a little like somebody I know. Padam. And I can tell you how this ends. Padam. I'll be in your head all weekend. Padam. 
shivers and butterflies. Padam. I get the shivers when I look into your eyes. Padam. And I can tell that you're all in. Squaw! Sorry, I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can hear your heart beating. Padam. 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 I hear it and I know. Padam. Padam. I know you want to take me home. Padam. And to get to know me close. Padam, Squaw. When your heart goes. Padam. Padam. Brilliant. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, so yeah. <laughs> you were talking about having like a big queer following. I think it's now doubled. Yes, a hundred percent. The banger case. we did not know we needed in our lives. See now you're gonna listen, if you listen to you it, have it, to what? Go listen to it now. Well, yeah, then and then you'll have to play it again and again, Gus. I mean, yeah, when that song came out, I think you literally played it constantly on repeat for a whole day. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well love that yeah you yeah. love kylie so much i'm five foot one as well and so i think i've always been like a, a baby kylie oh <laughs> that feels nice oh well that was a great way to end thank you both so much yeah for joining us we thank really really you. appreciate it uh, and thank you for going along with the absolutely chaotic vibes of this podcast I, we usually we are ourselves. i'm sorry yeah. for it, so much chaos it's very on brand oh, i'm sorry too <laughs> but i have a feeling you're gonna edit it and nobody's even gonna know what happened nobody's gonna know. No oh one's gosh gonna know. I, I very... we're gonna keep that in just so that it's clear <laughs> that he hasn't edited it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> No, that's true. And it's, I say it's been really interesting, like not just obviously we had the Kylie joking bit at the end, but like learning about the process, the way that you've like gone through those four years of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of dialogue being recorded and, and how you've gone about it. It's been really fascinating. Oh, okay. so thank, thank you. you so much thank for sharing please. that. Where thank can you. people both find you on social media? Uh, Twitter, TikTok and Instagram. Just search for my name. I should pop up. <laughs> um, and I am on Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok as well. And I promise to use it more. Um, at Jennifer J oh, English on all of back. them. Brilliant. And yeah, I will put all the details in the in the description as well. Uh, but thank you very much. And I, yeah, thank if you, you just hold on after we've said goodbye, so I can uh, can grab you for one little extra thing. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ed, where can we find you? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights on Twitch and Twitter. And on Eurogamer. And my writing on Eurogamer, yeah. <laughs> and I'm uh, Biggest Benis on pretty much everywhere. Just go to biggestbenis.com. It's got all the links on there. And yeah, if you want to check out any more Swapping Joysticks episodes, go to swappingjoysticks.com. We've got everything on there, all the past episodes and all the ones that we've got on video as well. Okay. Awesome. Thank you again to both of you for joining us. Thank you. And uh, Thank listeners, you. watchers, we'll, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye.